Hello and welcome to the Pixel Pals podcast. My name is Xana Dude and I'm joined by my co-host, Zach. Today we have a lovely episode for you today. Um, that was a little bit redundant, but we're going to start off by talking about the new year, new vibes. Zach, what is your new year's resolution? To drink less soda. I have probably about three cans of soda a day when I'm at work because the office that I am at is constantly stocked with Coca-Cola. And it's not healthy at all. So I need to uh, cut that shit out. Well, that's certainly doable. Oh, easy, uh, easy. I think I'd like to exercise a little bit more. Mm. Um, I was really going at it during like October, November, but then I kind of fell off the bandwagon a little bit with it. I've been to the gym in a while, so that's going to be my New Year's resolution. I like that one. Well, today we have a guest coming on later on in the episode that's going to talk to us about esports. Um, but until then, we have to fill in the time with our usual shenanigans, um, starting with Zach's annoying use of the sticker. Email. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we're planning the episode, right? We had a few things that we needed to get and do before today, and Zach replied to four of my messages with sticker emotes, all of them the thumbs up. And then when I asked him not to, he replied with a crying sticker emote. So would you care to talk a little bit about that? Because it was kind of frustrating. <laughs> um, you know, I was at work. So it was, you know, when I opened to the texting app to do the quick replies, the stickers are just right there. They're just right there. I'm aware. So it's easier to just send a picture of me going, man. I would rather you send phone. me absolutely nothing. I'd rather you ghost me. Um, and I, me I was telling you, I do that with my father. Him and I will send the stickers back and forth as kind of like, oh, haha, like how funny. Look, it's it's me as a cartoon. Oh, look, it's you as a cartoon. It's so that silly. may entertain your father, but it does not entertain <laughs> me. I'm not having it. No, not today. Um, yeah, and it's funny because I didn't realize just how much I was using it until you said something, and then I went and looked, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, there's three in a row of me just with a thumbs up and me smiling i'm like i want to have a conversation with zach not the cartoon version of zach that's constantly smiling and giving me a thumbs and up. you know what's funny now that you now that i know that you hate it it's they're, you're gonna be getting them all the time you'll just get random like you'll get like just random of me with the hard eyes well tune in next week when we have a new co-host of the pixel files <laughs> podcast um in all serious though uh it's an exciting new year i know that uh people have new year's resolutions people are looking forward to a lot of cool new games that are coming out and last week's episode we talked a lot about that uh, we have some interesting news i would say we're going to hold off the esports discussion uh for our guests later on in the episode but um elden ring got delayed how do you I, feel about that i was that? just gonna say speaking of fun new games like what the <laughs> fuck this is one of like this i i have a list of five most anticipated for this year it was elden ring horizon god of war and then um, I was hoping that that Star Wars one was coming out. Found out yeah. it's probably not going to come out until like 2025. Okay. So that sucks. Sad. And Zelda. So, but Elden Ring was on my list of like, I want this game the second it drops. And it kind of sucks to see that it's delayed. Hopefully it's for good reasons. I'm wondering if maybe it's just not it's, running. No, he said it was, the, what they were trying to do was a lot more complicated than they originally had anticipated. That's just that's buck wild to me because they sent out like ten hour demo codes to yeah all these like game review people and they were Which, like it runs like a dream it, oh my god yeah but that was you know their but, demo uh, level yes, but like still. it could be a lot different later on down the line yeah um so you know it sucks I mean granted I'm surprised that more games 
aren't coming out saying, oh, we're being delayed. Like, I feel like the only games right now that I've been hearing about this delays are this and Lego Star Wars, but that's in, been in delay purgatory since, like, 2019, so. You think that Lego Star Wars is probably one of the easier ones to make. That's what I'm saying, but uh, listen, like we talked about on our Lego episode, it's going to be a big one, so. Um, but yeah, okay. really, really bummed about that. What have you? What have? What has hooked you recently? What games have you been uh, puttering around with? Um, as we, as you both, as, as both you and the audience know, Metroid Dread. Um, just jumped back into Hades. I know that's one of your favorite games. Ever. Yeah, I seriously. If, if any listener out there is looking for a phenomenal game on any platform, Hades. Uh, Hades is Hades is it? Even so, if you don't like roguelike, very it forgiving. Because and that's why I think because I'm not big on the roguelike genre, I fucking love hades it is just such a fun game to play um so yeah i that's rubbed me back into its uh clutches um other than that nothing really i'm playing battlefield here and there with one of my buddies whenever he's around um you know terrible game but if you if you have it's one of those things where no game is really terrible if you have fun people to play it with exactly um that's that's what battlefield is um how about you uh, I've been playing, I've been in the mobile game scene. Ooh, uh, have you? So every three years, I get addicted to one of those, like, card-based battlers, mm-hmm. like Hearthstone, or mm-hmm. um, Elder Scrolls has their own version of it. I can't remember. Gwent? Uh, Gwent has uh, yeah, that Gwent, Gwent app. Yeah, that that yeah. one's not very good. Um, so yeah, this one is Legends of Runeterra, and it's made by Riot Games. It's the League of Legends card game. I, it's mm-hmm. got its hooks inside of me. I cannot put it down. It's so fun. There's, is like, it? a really fleshed-out story mode. As well as like playing players online, huh. I haven't spent any money on it yet. But come back to me in maybe two weeks, <laughs> and I guarantee you that is not going to be the answer I give. Is it free to play? Like, can yeah. I just go and download it for free? Yeah. And yeah. oh, yeah. it's is free to play. It, could I like play with you? Uh, that, we could. We could things? play each other. We could fight each other with our decks. But I haven't really fleshed out a deck. I've just been playing the story mode where it's very nice. Very nice. Huh. I'll have to check into that. The only game I play on mobile is Angry Birds. And um, then in the summertime, I do Pokemon Go because it's nice out. And, yeah, I, I play, um, I'm a Pokemon my, Go yeah, summertime player. Yeah, me and my player. fiance Nicole will play like all the time um, in the summertime because we live right next to a bike path. So we'll just go and we'll walk the bike path and hatch them eggs. Yeah. So I've been I've been hooked in that and obviously Fortnite. Um, oh yeah. As the mature gamer I am, you I know? was telling you, um, there's talks of adding in a no building mode in Fortnite, which I think would be very beneficial for that it. would that would save me because that's i'm really struggling on that front over here just because i i know a lot of people that are turned off of fortnite because of the building and i'm one of those people i think i would play fortnite a lot more if i didn't have to worry about all these pesky little children building their matchmaking though like they're um you know they're matchmaking like call of duty and uh, other games have where it's like you're not going to put you in lobbies with people that are going to absolutely trash you because no one wants that and it would not retain their player base their matchmaking though is like very very good Uh i find even as someone who's not very good at building i find myself winning a a good amount of games when i'm squatted up with people because just how like teamwork and communication is really better than being like a super good builder right um and it still most of the time comes down to like gunfights and even if someone's building all on top of you nine times out of ten it's going to come down to who, who's, who's hitting their who's shots better yeah um i wonder why call of duty uh can't figure it out then they can't figure it out for many reasons um i mean it still has a huge player base but their anti-cheat has kind of run into some issues um, that was quick yeah it, yeah not very <laughs> the long game has been out to... for three months um, any movies you're excited for, Xana Dude? I still need to see the Spider-Man movie. How about this? I'll go see it for you. 
Yeah, you, yeah. Um, I thought your New Year's resolution was going to be. I I vow to see less movies in the. Oh movie God, theater. no, no. Um, a movie that's coming out also starring Tom Holland. Um, oh. Uncharted the movie. I know where this is. <laughs> um, as someone who knows very little about I know. the Uncharted franchise, I'm all about it. I played every single game. That's not surprising. Um, I, I don't mean that in a condescending way. Oh, no, I just no. mean it's not surprising. No, no. That, that is like my type of game, dude. Action adventure. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, what do you think about it? What do you think about the casting? What do you think about the... How is it going to do? Typically, movies that are made from video games are not that good, but... I think it is going to do okay. I, you know... It's not like it's it's not adapting the video game story at all. I think it's doing a best hits of all of the video games because I mean, you know, if spoilers for the trailer, if if you don't want to be spoiled, skip ahead like five minutes and I'll probably be done talking about it. But um, three, two, one, go. So there's different set pieces from the video from the games that are in this one movie. So like in Uncharted Three, there's this whole big cargo plane set piece where Nate's fall out of the cargo plane with all of these big crates and he's got to climb up the crates to get back into the cargo plane or else he'll fall to his death. So they have that in the trailer, but then in Uncharted 4, he finds these two pirate ships that were interlocked in a battle that are like now destroyed inside of a cave. There's also that in the trailer. And so I think it's going to be kind of like a best hits of the games, the movie. Um, You know, I think Tom Holland will do just fine as Nathan Drake in terms of the physicality, because Nathan Drake in the games is kind of like a little spider monkey. He just climbs all over the place and is jumping around. So I think Tom Holland will do fine there. Odd choice for Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Wait, are you... No, I'm dead, I'm dead ass. Oh, Mark I Wahlberg. Nope. I, I, thought I wish that, I was joking. I thought that was like an Onion article because I did read something about that. Oh, no, like, no, no. This has got to be fake. No, no, yeah, no. Mark Wahlberg is Sully. What if Mark Wahlberg's just like super into the games? He's like, I gotta be in this one. I mean, it, well, and it's so funny because... In the first trailer that released, he, Sully has an infamous stash to rival Xanadudes himself. Um, might be like it is just like it is. Just, Wait, it, what? Oh, in the oh, games. mustache. In the, like, yes, yes, oh, a mustache. Like, do I have a gold somewhere hidden away? No, 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 no. Sorry, a mustache. He's got a very nice mustache. Um, and Mark Wahlberg, no mustache. So a, you know, mustache. Where is the mustache? He, he could grow one. There's in this time. next trailer that I and I saw. I, I've only seen this trailer once because I saw. It, on one of my viewings of Spider-Man, Mark Wahlberg comes out with a mustache. So maybe that's like a last five minutes thing, because I doubt that they're going to go back and reshoot every scene with Mark Wahlberg now that he has a mustache. Maybe that's like his character arc progression, where he's like, <laughs> like throughout the movie, he slowly grows it. I think that could, I think that could be fun. I think we could play around with that. Yeah, it's weird too, because usually Sully is like a old man. Like I'm talking like 60s. You're saying Mark. Wahlberg isn't an old man. Well, he, I mean, Mark Wahlberg does not look like he's a grizzled old thief. He looks no. like he's a middle-aged dad who's trying to be a thief. And in the game, Sully is, Sully is very much a, uh, I'm too old for this shit, man, but he's still getting roped back in because he loves the lifestyle. What if The Rock was in it? Can you imagine that? A little cameo? That'd be, that would be, you know, and it's funny because there is a character that The Rock could play if they go down that route. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I know absolutely nothing about it. All I know is that, like, you find treasure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I Like, I think, like, I don't have any expectations for this movie narratively. 
Um, I think it's just going to be a fun popcorn flick. You go, you turn your brain off, and you watch the action, and you eat some popcorn. Um, yeah. You know, I, it's not. I don't think it's going to make me leave the theater as a changed person questioning my inner values. But, but you're going to see it in the theater. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we all knew that. The listeners knew I, that. Oh, I knew I, that. Listen, I, I cannot wait. And, you know, it comes out February 18th or something like that. Oh, that's so. soon. I know, it's very soon. So I think I'm going to be like, hey, babe, you want to turn here for question mark? <laughs> Take me to the movies? Yeah, she's like, to see the video game well, it's come funny. to life? She actually likes those games, too. So I think she, I don't, she's not, like, excited for the movie, but she's going to go see it. I've been in movies in so long. Yeah, it's um, it's making a comeback thanks to me. I don't want to brag or yeah, anything. Single-handedly but... carrying the movie industry. Someone's got to um, do it. So, Elden Ring's delayed. Uncharted movies coming out. We talked about our New Year's resolutions. My dog has now joined us. Hello, Hello. Ziggy. Hi. You can hear a little click clacking around. Um, little sniff sniffs. Haunted Chocolatier is a new game that's by Concerned Ape, the maker of Stardew Valley. If you've never heard of Stardew Valley, I don't know where you've been the past few years. Explain um, Stardew Valley to me like I'm five. It's Harvest Moon. Explain Harvest Moon to me like I'm five. You are a farmer, and you make crops, and you sell them, and you improve your farm. Oh. And you get animals. Oh, so it's like Animal Crossing, the game? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, but less weird villagers and more people. Interesting. I've always wanted to give Stardew a shot. But yeah, it, I heard it, it's very. I heard it's, it's one of those that like once once you're sunk in though it really takes up a part of your life. It didn't grip me as much as I thought it would as someone who like loves Minecraft and really liked Animal Crossing when it came out. Um, but there is a huge fan base for this game, and I think a lot of people are excited for Haunted Chocolatier. There isn't like any gameplay, but there's a, like a lot of like. Uh, half the reason why people like this game is the art style. So it's very pixely, uh, like sixteen bit. What? Is it similar to Stardew's? Yeah, it's yeah. it's going to look like, exactly, exactly the same way. Um, but it's a different premise, right? So instead of being a mm -hmm. farmer uh, that takes over your uncle's farm or grandpa's farm, when they uh, someone's farm when they pass away, uh, you run a chocolatier business in a small town. Um, so and I bet it's haunted? So you're basically Willy wonka this bitch, huh? Yeah. And nice. there's like a, like it's very in-depth. Like you can do a lot in these games and they give you like a lot of freedom um some of the most fun streams i've ever seen on twitch is like people have modded stardew valley to, mm -hmm. so that you could have like 16 people playing at once which is pretty oh, fun to watch Oh, that's pretty cool yeah and concerned ape is uh it's not a developer studio it is a person he makes all these games by himself he does the art he does i'm sorry the... one person yeah yeah he's one person. good for him i'm pretty sure he's still like a team of one too fuck yeah yeah good, good for him he's a pretty cool dude I like indie studios. I, I'm glad that indie games are kind of really coming out and getting a lot more recognition that they deserve. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still not as much, but I feel like if we're on an upwards... I mean, Game of the Year was an indie game. It takes yeah. two. Yep. yep. I don't... What was this? Oh, God, I don't know. But they also... They've made a couple of, like, multiplayer puzzle-solving games. They um, did... Uh, the. I, I wanted to say get out. They did the one where you break out of prison. Yes, 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 yes. They did, and yes. A way out. A way out. Yes, yeah. that's what it was called. And it's funny. Um, Never played it. Nicole wanted to buy that, and I was like, mm, I already know what happens, and I spoiled the whole thing yeah. for her. And she was like, well, What the fuck? We might as well just play It Takes Two. It's like, well, we played It Takes Two. We almost finished it, but her and I just do not play video games the same way. Where it's like, I want to touch everything, and she just wants to go. 
Yeah, I, um, think, I think we've talked about that before. Yes, where we me have. and my wife were laughing and said, um, one of these days yeah. I'll play that game. It not takes today, it really fun. not next week. No. One of these days. It, it is a good time. It's on the list. My New Year's resolution. Play It Takes Two. I feel like I'm not going to finish it. I mean, I didn't finish it either. The story's weird, dude. I hate buying games and playing them for like 30 minutes and be like, mm, no, thank you. You know, that's actually a good topic. What was the, yeah, what was the last game you played, you bought, and then just never ended up actually playing? <laughs> Deathloop. <laughs> Hot take. Um, um, no, but should more games have free-to-play demos? Because I feel like, at least for like PlayStation games, a lot of them don't have demos that you can play. On the Switch, they're very good about that, about giving you like a good-sized chunk demo so you know what you're getting into yeah. that you don't have to pay for. Steam's pretty good with that, too, okay, depending on the game. PlayStation is god-awful with it, and I'm sure probably Xbox is as well then. But that's always been a thing of, like, man, like, I, you know, I'll try to go and watch videos of people playing it to see if I would like it. Know. But, yeah, but even then, it's like you, you don't know till you have your hands on the controller because even then, I played, um, oh, God, what game is that I'm thinking of? Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. That game is... So not fun to watch. It is probably one of the worst games to backseat game. It, it's in. like watching a documentary. No, it is, but it is like. <laughs> but I like playing it. But I exactly, I like playing it was fantastic. But my fiance, whenever I played it, she was like, "God damn it! Like, can you play anything else?" It's so there's so much cinematics in that game. There is, but that. also a lot of the game is just riding your horse from point A to point B, but then getting distracted with some little things. And but yeah, but should every game have, even if it's just a quick like one to two hour demo, should should that a be quick a one to two hour well, demo? Okay, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, um, like, should I, I that think be a that they should, but it, it's kind of hard to do because, like, I, I feel like if you do that, if every game comes out with a demo, video game sales go down. I, I that's know, also true because a good chunk of the like players just play the first like five hours and put it down. So yeah, I know, true. I know. I mean, my Steam library right now is a sad wasteland of games, like. From Toy Story, it's like I don't want to play with you anymore. Oh like, no, that's pretty much it. Like I'll I'll buy a game, and I don't do this as often now, but I was really bad with it back in the day. I'll buy a game, like load it up, play like four minutes of it, and I'm like, nope. Like my attention span for video games is so short at this point that like I really need to be motivated. I need to have played it before, or I need to be like really intrigued about the concept. Mm -hmm. And like The Outer Wilds is a game recently that I played that I'm like. Okay, this is it. Like I, like, I'm gonna get hooked. Even and... if I know that it's not super hooking in the first hour, like I kind of know where it's gonna go, mm -hmm. and I'm really excited about like exploring. Um, when No Man's Sky came out, that oh, game particularly, I yes. think I played it for about 20 minutes. Dude, and it's so funny because I was big on it when it first came out, and I was just, just didn't live up to my hype. And now I heard it's that... amazing now. Yes, but I think the problem is. I was burned so hard that I go back and I'm just like, oh, no, you've left such a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. I just, no matter what you do, I cannot go back. We call that cyberpunk syndrome. Well, I all feel the, like... All the people who bought the game and now that it's like almost, like pretty much fixed, they're like, no, 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 no. I'm not going back to there. Yeah, no, I gave you, and they're like, please give us another chance. And it's like, no, the $60 that I gave you was my chance. Yeah. That was your chance. You could have delayed it. Again, and when, which isn't ideal, but like... Like, I don't know. Like, I mean... I think like... everybody in 2022 now can agree that, um, you know, with COVID affecting games, like, just push it back. And and, and that's why I'm we saying... We can complain with, all we want. With Elden Ring, like, and that's the thing where it's like, does it suck because I'm looking forward to the game? Yes. Would it suck more if the game came out and it fucking sucked? And it was broken? Wait, yes. I would much rather wait another year for a fantastic game 
than to have a really shitty game come out now. Yeah, I'm on that same boat. It's it is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, there's plenty of other games coming out, so it's also not like this is the only game that was good game that was going to come out this year. Like, I mean, <laughs> I got Horizon coming out. I got God of War. Like, I'll be good. Yeah, yeah, we'll be good. Um, I'll probably still play the same games I've played for the last ten years, though, like League of Legends and Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, God, I, I need to get back into Minecraft. Really it's just to. you do whatever you want, whenever you want. All right, let's get to our segments. Yes, I'm um, excited for our, one of our new segments is random clickbait gaming articles that we just. Uh, so we're just gonna go on the internet. Oh. Oh, here we go. Yeah, um, we're going to go to the internet and we're going to click. We're just going to read some random clickbaity. This is what's uh, this is what's on the news sites of gaming right now. Um, how about you read the first one? <clears throat> Halo Infinite dash dash Xbox boss discusses high level staff departures. Uh, okay, you, cool. Why'd you, sound, why'd you make it sound like kill Trocity? Kill him in Charo. They killed their staff. Um, I mean, all right, whoop you fucking whoop you do. The game's fucking done pretty much. All right. What cool. do you mean? Oh, 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 yeah. It's I like mean, finished. I mean, like, okay, oh, no, cool. they still have to do Forge and co op campaign. Those are two features that are not out right now. Okay, but hear me out. Now, yes, those are big features. However, if for whatever reason they just couldn't come out, I don't think that, like, like people are like, oh, this sucks, but I mean, people are still gonna play the game regardless. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so but they've already uh, bought it. Well, exactly. Then that too, they've already bought the game, so whatever. All right, I'm reading the next one. Do it. Street Fighters Ryu, Chun Li, and Akuma come to Brawlhalla. I couldn't tell you what Brawlhalla is. I it's Super Smash like, I believe. Okay. Oh, um, crossover action. Crossover action. This is as fun. As yeah, last, last, as, week. as last week. I know. Find uh, a different website. Find a different website. Okay. Uh, 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 that uh, one. Uh, Perfect. You can order an Xbox Series X bundle from GameStop right now. Update sold out <laughs> <laughs> today at eleven o'clock a.m. Man, that was quick. It's just so funny because it's right next to the article. It's just in parentheses. Update sold out. Oh, God. Thank you. Oh, I'm skipping. I need to read this one. Square Enix wants a piece of the metaverse. Promises decentralized games in 2022. Wowza. Everybody throws up right after that. <laughs> Ten great games to play on your new VR headset. Wait, people got VR headsets for this? Um, yes, one of my friends got her husband a VR headset. Okay. She took a, oh, she I got this one. Oh, this website's way better. Gamers! Exclamation point. Protect your precious tendons with this tabletop hand massager. <laughs> these aren't articles. Like, I feel like these are ads. Oh, <laughs> Amazon has PS5 consoles in stock again. Parenthesis update sold out. <laughs> that was on December 30th. This, okay, God, we have spiraled. Gaming news is now just statements. <laughs> Fortnite servers were down for five hours, but now the game is back online. A man wrote this article. Okay, I would like to point out that a lot of these were written by the same man. Richard Lawler, if you are out there, I'm sorry. I'm calling you out. You're, you have to have a little bit more journalistic integrity right now. There's only so much you can talk about when it comes to sold-out PS5s. Yeah, right? Why... <laughs> Are you, They've been sold out for a whole okay? year. <laughs> is someone holding you under hostage and forcing you to pump these out? Um, 
on the Xbox <laughs> I, there's Series another X. one about the Xbox. It's available at Best Buy. Update sold out. Oh my god. Yipes. Oh man. What have we become? I feel like it's because not enough good games are or I shouldn't even say that. That was a poor choice of words. Not enough games, period, are coming out right now to really talk about. Yeah. So they're just trying to find whatever you can. Whatever they can. Ooh, Bioshock. Interesting. Isn't it wild that Take Two Interactive is a game like pro- like a game production company that did not make It Takes Two? <laughs> I wonder if the people that made It Takes Two had to take some royalties I, out. I think there I think there was some like hubbub about that when they first started um, <laughs> making the game. But we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to have our first ever guest on the podcast. Second we are ever. very second. Oh, I forgot my. Oh, my wife. Cut that. Um, <laughs> and we will be right back. I need to. Okay, welcome back. We have our very first guest on the podcast. We are joined by friend, second guest. Sorry, it's the second time we made the mistake. Uh, we are joined by my friend Fongo, my second favorite person from Scotland because Ewan McGregor is from Scotland. Fongo, oh, how are you fair. doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Um, just bear with us at the beginning. We are just going to uh, change some of the audio. Actually, this part's probably going to get cut out. Uh, but, <laughs> all right now you're at a very good level so fongo how are you doing today i'm doing very well thank you how are you guys thank you um so i know that you are interested in esports that's something that me and zach are definitely not interested in or maybe not okay. in, not that we're not interested in it but we don't really know too much about it so fair what is your favorite esport to uh watch or kind of engage in well my favorite esports for a long long time has definitely been uh, counter-strike goal offensive like ever since i started playing like my very first computer game was well video game not so much but like gaming in the computer world was definitely counter-strike and that was back in like 2014 i started getting into it and i found myself like i, I explored the esports scene and i got really like hooked into it when i started seeing all these like high level gameplay of just other players just doing what I was doing in games but just like to a much significant level and like it was just so entertaining to me to watch and it was just like it it made me engage in the game more and it was just like it brought me into like a new atmosphere and I really just dug into it you know and it was really great for me and uh, yeah that's how I found myself like just interested in esports but now like no, I don't play CSGO as much. I still watch it occasionally, but there's still some other esports I also like to get into. Like, um, I'll watch League of Legends. I'm quite into that now as well. So, yeah, those two are mostly the ones that I'm into just now. Yeah, I, I've watched actually a good amount of like uh, League of Legends um, mm-hmm. competitions. And just because that's a game I played forever. Yeah. Um, have you, I don't know if you heard, but there's kind of like a little bit of controversy right now going on in the esports world. Yeah, um, I have seen a lot specifically with CSGO. CSGO. Mm-hmm. If we if we want to talk about it, we can. If not, we can brush past it. But I wanted to see what you think about it. See, I understand. Like, I I know the controversy. Like, I've I've read a lot about it, and I've seen like a lot of people have been misunderstood about what they said. I think. Yeah. However, there is obviously this one person that has caused 
a massive amount of controversy who has been in the East Point scene for a long time, but maybe won't go over all the controversies. But like uh, basically what happened was um, uh, ESL, a league runner, created like a females only league, which I think is good for the esports scene because there, there are no like major female teams in the Counter-Strike community, let alone like any esports community that I can think of. To be honest, I mean, there was a, a few female teams in CSGO, but they were like never reached the heights or tournaments of the male stage. So, yeah, which I think is good. But like some people have gone against it, saying that it's like um, it's not inclusive of males, whereas male tournaments or quote unquote male tournaments are like for everybody. So females can join them. They just don't get invited or don't qualify. Whereas this female league is exclusively for females. Yeah, and it gives them an entry spot into exactly. know, the genre and into play without having all of the, you know, barriers. Um, mm-hmm. And specifically, I think we're both talking about the guy in, who's been going on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I've never heard it because I'm not into the super into esports, so I've never heard mm-hmm. of him until this point. But I believe he yeah. goes by the name of Thorin. Thorin, yeah. um, and he apparently is esports. He tweeted, "I am." <laughs> I did I, see I, that. I, yeah, <laughs> and it, it was at the end of like a twelve tweet like big like, rant yeah like rant and um you know it's i think that it's a good move personally as someone who's kind of looking in from the outside um but yeah i'm i'm excited to see where it goes and you know i think it's going to get a lot more viewers into esports too because like mm-hmm. if i i can't speak but if i was a woman who was interested in competitive gaming i probably would not want to watch you know just a male dominate. Yeah, exactly. Because you're like, well, I don't see myself there. I don't see myself ever getting to that point. So I think it's going to be good. For sure. Um, now, is have you ever thought about like playing competitively? Like if you've watched esports for a while, have you ever thought that you could get to that point? Oh, getting to that point? Probably not. I don't think I could like... Yeah. I don't have the time to to reach that level. I don't think like... Counter-Strike, I feel, has... You, there's so many things to master. Like, it's an easy game to... Actually, it's it's like a very steep learning curve. Yeah. And once you, like, get to know the basics, you you could pretty much nail it just with practicing aims and, like, them sprays and things like that. But I just don't think... Because I have a busy life. Even, like, when I was a student and when I first started, like, getting into this game, I, I just couldn't see myself just putting in the hours of just, you know, grinding like that. I, I could never be pro. I doubt it. Like, even my abilities weren't great. My abilities were always just, like, average, bang average, or, like, like just above average. I wouldn't say it was really good to any extent. So, no, nah, I don't think I would become an esports player. I mean, I would love to. It would be a dream, but it's yeah. just, I don't think it's realistic for myself. And I think, like, we're around the same age, and I would say that, like, growing up, that really wasn't, like something that people knew that they could do. Like if I knew that that was an option when I was Mm -hmm. in, you know, middle school, high school, I probably would have taken my league playing a little bit more seriously. (laughs) Like, like, I don't know if I'd ever have the skills to do it, but I I would have liked to, you know, at least give it a try because I am very passionate about video games. And I think Mm -hmm. that that having a career in the field would be very cool to have. And even like outside of esports, I just didn't know that video games could be a job. Yeah, I wish I knew that earlier sure. on. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I did know that was it would be like such a big hit, like it was, like like it is now. Like esports scene just now is just absolutely insane. Like you just look at like the prize pool for just like have you seen the Dota two international prize pools? Like 
it's absolutely insane. Um, the last Dota 2 international prize pool, I think I looked it up earlier, like the total amount uh, for the whole tournament was $40 million. Oh my. And the winning team took away $18 million from that. And that's just like one tournament. And it's like, like just esports players just or stars, like they have massive contracts nowadays. Like yeah, um, almost like a professional like footballer or a professional, yeah exactly like, it's it's uh, really you know, it's really nuts. There's a there was a really high um high profile League of Legends transfer that happened uh, during the off season like not long ago, um where uh, a player called Reckless he joined like he he previously was on like a really good European team he was making good enough money, but the team wanted to change him up and so he moved to like a lower level league. And this buyout was allegedly $1 million. And he signed a two-year contract. It was also allegedly he's getting paid $1 million within that two years. And that's just like bonkers money for just playing a game. Well, yeah. just playing a game, you know. Do you think that there is like some, maybe like some people who take it a little bit too far? Obviously, like you're trying to be at like the top of your game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I know that like sitting at a computer all day, you know, you know, my back starts to hurt. Like yeah. I, I have my hard time seeing. Do you think that there is like a physical toll on like professional esports players? I think so. I definitely think so. Like you said, like sitting down for any long periods of time, especially just at a monitor, like it's just it, it's not healthy, but it is part of their job, and it, it comes with the risks, you know. And I, I don't know with the sort of salaries that they're getting paid for. It's just like. Maybe I mean, if you've got a passion for that game and you love doing what you're doing, then absolutely, then they're going to do that. And uh, maybe the injuries aren't like that big a risk. But I have heard of professional League of Legends players that have had to like go into retirement because of carpal tunnel issues and things like that. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's, it, it, it can be quite challenging, I'm sure, for them. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's risk in like sports in general, right? So mm-hmm. people who play, you know, American football, like have tons of concussions and yeah. you know broken bones and limbs. So, you know, there is like an assumption of risk when you are a player. Um, mm-hmm. What is, what is something that you think is going to be like kind of big in the esports? I mean, obviously I do, do you think the esports scene has like hit its peak or do you think it's still on like rising? Like mm, it's hard to tell. Especially with like the situation with COVID, because like obviously it's harder to play tournaments and stuff because of COVID restrictions. You know, um, past few years, like there's not been as many land tournaments that have happened because of the restrictions. So, um, but I definitely think that esports is still on the rise. Like you see, lots of big sponsors, like big names, sponsoring esports events, like and esports teams as well, um. Like uh, I know that like BMW, the cars, they sponsor a few uh, esports organizations, just, uh, such as uh, Cloud9 and G2. Yeah, and they I also I've heard of both of those, which is a good sign. Yeah, and they've they also sponsor uh, the European League of Legends league, uh, LEC. So like, there's lots of big names that like go into esports, and I think the funding's there, and that's just only going to like make more people aware of it. You know, I don't think there's ever going to be a cap to like esports just in general just like there isn't a cap with sports you know it's just if it's your thing it's your thing and then the more exposure it gets like the more people 
will get interested in it. It's just right. sort of thing. I'm going to say one more thing before I pass you off to Zach. Due to technical mm-hmm. difficulties, we both cannot hear Fongo at the same time. Um, <laughs> no we'll definitely get this worked out. But the rise of like esports teams being held at colleges and even mm-hmm. at high schools. There's high schools in my area that mm-hmm. have esports teams. Um, and I thought, you know, for a long time, it, I have to do a different club after school, but eventually I would like to host uh, an esports team at the high school. And what do you think about players getting in at that level? Um, I think it's good. Oh, uh, it says my internet connection is unstable. Can you still? Oh yeah, you're still good. Okay, no, that's fine. Uh, No, I think that's good. Like, I think schools are treating it like a sport. You know, you can get high school teams for any sort of sport, you know, like uh, American football or football, just any sort of teams. And the fact that they're taking esports into that category just shows you how much like uh, esports is still growing just now. And I think it's good, obviously, like getting into esports at a young age is definitely beneficial. Because like a lot of young esports stars or a lot of esports stars nowadays are just like really young, you know, you get like 16, 17, 18 year olds just joining teams now or whenever they can legally sign a contract with esports con- uh, with uh, esports orgs. So, yeah, I definitely think like having uh, high school teams, university, college teams for esports is great. It's like it's also a good experience just to like meet other people around you that have similar interests with you and play the same games as you and you can always like make friends just like you would at a normal like sports club and i think that's really good yeah i remember at one point like the best Fortnite player in the world was like a 14 year old yeah yeah (laughs) he won all these tournaments yeah exactly it's like the kids nowadays just start gaming and then just don't stop and that's how they just become these esports phenomenons i think and that's just it's it's great all right we're gonna see if zach has any questions for you i'm passing the headphones no worries Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm just fantastic. So I do have a couple of questions. My first question is, what are the most popular games at the moment in esports that are being played? That are being played? See, it's it's always weird because there's different numbers in different regions and stuff. It's, Mm -hmm. It's quite hard to get consistent numbers, but I think for sure... Like the top two, I would say, would probably be League of Legends and Dota Two. Um, mm-hmm. the Do- the last League of Legends World Tournament, which happened in, like back in like November, mm-hmm. I think there were, like there was seventy three million people watched it. The World mm-hmm. Final, like wow. the the last final, and that's like crazy numbers. That but that's huge. mostly it is huge. But I think that's mostly because League of Legends is really big in China, right? And there's a lot. One of the teams that was in the finals was a Chinese team. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I think like that really did pump up the numbers. So, like, it is no joke with these League of Legends teams and Dota teams that, like, I think there's like so much viewership into it. Okay. My other, and this is kind of a two part question. So, the second mm-hmm. part is what games would you like to see be played? Like, I know Overwatch was kind of in the scene for a little bit. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, are there any other games that you would like to see either make a resurrection in the esports mm-hmm. um, area or any new games to enter? Mm, I think that's quite difficult to tell because not every game is suitable for like an right. esports scene, of course. It just depends, really. Like, 
I wouldn't say any esports died down. I mean, I guess Overwatch League kind of did die down a little bit, but I feel like Overwatch isn't viewer friendly, so to speak, because I think like there's a lot of things happening on the screen. It's quite hard to keep Mm -hmm. track of everything. Whereas like things like I think Counter Strike is one of the ones that are really easy to like just watch and not know Mm -hmm. anything about it and just understand what's going on because it's really simple. It's just five people against five people. Totally, either totally. planting the bomb you know and uh so yeah i don't really think off the top of my head that there's any esports that we or any games that we just like just emerge out of the esports scene mm-hmm. like i know at the moment like valorant are starting to like get into the esports scene oh really? um, yeah they've had a couple of tournaments but i don't really follow it that well because mm-hmm. it's not really my sort of well it is my sort of game but i don't really play <laughs> it that often but yeah yeah um, how big is like Call of Duty in the esports? I like, I mean, I know, I mean, back in the day, you know, me and mm-hmm. all my buddies in middle school used to pretend we were in like a clan and all that stuff. But um, <laughs> is Call of Duty still is Call of Duty big in the scene and are the like Phase Clan and all of that? Phase <laughs> Clan and Phase <laughs> Clan and Optic. See, the thing about Phase Clan, like as an esports, they used to be just limited to Call of Duty, like um. But I'm not really too sure about the Call of Duty esports scene. I know it is still going, and I know they still have like the diehard fan base, and, mm-hmm. and they still have those big teams. I'm not really too sure how prevalent it is, though, because, like I said, I don't keep up with it. But mm-hmm. I know that like those original like uh, esports orgs from Call of Duty have branched out into different areas. Like um, FaZe Clan have uh, a really successful uh, Counter Strike team. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, their Counter Strike team just now are like top five in the world. Wow. And so. Mm-hmm, so like coming from Call of Duty into other directions is pretty big. Like, um, I don't know if you heard of the Call of Duty Pro Nade Shot. Yep. Yeah, he started his own his own esports organization. Very successful, actually. They're called Hundred Thieves. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that that's Nade Shot's one of the like co-owners of it. He's, he's like a founder. Huh. So yeah, Call of Duty is still pretty relevant, especially with like all these orgs that are still you know pumping their teams into and there's, right. st- there's there's still there's still lots of sponsors i think for call of duty like it's always been a big franchise i don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll die down often it just depends oh, okay. on the games that they put out i think right um so i i don't know if you have already talked about this but how lucrative is it to be an esport uh athlete i guess you is what i would call mm-hmm. it is it i, I mean I, is that something that like is because i've seen like i mean like the tournament like if you win the tournaments you get crazy amounts of money crazy yeah um, like, uh, I mean, is it like, I mean, if you don't win, is it still like a football player where it's like, ah, oh, we did, our team did the worst in the year and I'm going home with $12 million for a game. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did speak to Xanadu about some of the like massive contracts that some players are assigned to, but yeah, mm-hmm. basically all esports, well, those that are signed to like uh, esports organizations, they are signed with contracts. So they do get paid a salary on top wow. of like whatever winnings they get or like, separate sponsorship deals that they, they can accrue so yeah they are pretty beefy those salaries can be really high and i'm in the wrong line of work i guess <laughs> <laughs> i know I, 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 I know you guys talked earlier about how like oh man if only i knew 10 years ago that this was mm-hmm. a legit job i would have uh, yeah like seeing the figures it. now it's just it's eye-watering you know like mm-hmm. you just wish you could have just found out earlier and just set your mind to it you know now, how serious of a scene is esports outside of its own 
community. Like, I mean, I'm sure if I told my father, oh, there's a professional Call of Duty player that made a million dollars this year, he'd mm-hmm. he'd go on a tangent of, oh, that's baloney and he doesn't actually work a day in his life and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think it's kind of becoming more of a, I, I don't know how, to, how I want to word this. Like, I mean, is it kind of being more accepted it... universally? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think so. Mm-hmm. Because like, uh, you go on places like LinkedIn or like Indeed or something, and you you see you see job advertisements for like esports companies and just like really? uh, tournament providers and things. I've like, I just out of curiosity, I've went to like search up jobs and stuff in that area, and like, uh, there's lots of things going, and I think it's it's very beneficial. Like you see people, I've heard of a story of a person that like went to Riot Games and not knowing who they were, and then finding out. And like having a great career there, and just uh, awesome. in the in the offices, and I think it was uh, in Ireland. So yeah, nice. I think for sure, uh, esports just as an industry is getting starting to get recognition it deserves. I think, like you see the big sponsors, like I pointed out to Zanadu earlier. Like there's a lot of big companies that are now putting money into esports. Um, mm-hmm. Big names that I mentioned earlier, that's BMW, and now right. there's there's an esports organization that I've partnered with Ralph Lauren, and they've put, like they started making their jerseys for them. Like nice, wow! Mm-hmm. So like th- there are some big companies that are getting into the, the esports industry, and I, I think that's really good. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that is all for me. Um, I'm gonna pass okay. it back to Zandu to have no him close it out. Yeah, thanks. Cool. Thank you, Zach. Well, Fongo, I want to appreciate your time and say thank you for coming on as uh, in dealing with some of the tech issues that we've had. This Aww. is the first guest that's outside of not only the room that we record in, but uh, <laughs> outside of uh, America. Fongo yeah. is a great sport for doing this because it is very late for him right now. I don't want to keep you up too late. I love the pickle Rick oh, <laughs> behind you. I had, to, I had to say that it's at some point. I absolutely love it. Um, I also love, you know, h- hanging out with all of y'all on the Minecraft server. Um, yeah. That's how we met. Uh, oh, yeah. Very adult-like thing right there. <laughs> um, and Fongo, is there anything you want to say before we close out? And um, this is going to be it for the episode. No, I just want to thank you both for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I love just, you know, speaking about things that I'm passionate about. And uh, it's always good to share my sort of thoughts on this thing. Uh, it's, and- it's been great. You can find Fongo is does stream on Twitch. Yeah. Fongo, what would be the username that people would have to search to find you? Uh, so on my Twitch, it would just be Fongo96. All right. So Fongo96, if you ever want to carry on this conversation, go give them a follow. Um, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Fongo, we're going to end the Zoom and yep. we're just going to do our normal plugging of the socials. No the problem. End, okay? Thanks thank for having for, me, the gents. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Fongo. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye. All righty. So everybody, thank you for bearing with us. Not a perfect, a perfect storm has brewed tonight. Uh, you know what? I would say that is just about on par for us. Yeah. Uh, we are going to fix some stuff for next time. This is a learning process. It I think is. the audio gets better every time except for last week. Um, we are back under the blanket this week. I feel like last week we did that on purpose too, though. I <laughs> wanted just... to see what would happen if we... we did not record in the the hot cave. We do have some better gear. I think I'll go out and get an extra splitter just in case. Yeah, I... it's so funny too. Couldn't hurt. We, we, we were at one, and we I was were like, at maybe I'll Target buy one. today and Best, and Best Buy, and I saw one. I was like, I have one of those at home. I, I don't need that. In my brain, I was like, maybe I'll buy one, like just for myself though. Like, maybe I like. It, I, it I'll is a good one. tool to have. 
uh, All right. next time. Uh, tweet at us, Pixel Pals Pod on Twitter. Uh, email, email us at Pixel Pals what? Podcasting at Gmail. At, at G- Pixel Pals Podcasting at Gmail. Um, and make sure to give the podcast a review on Spotify or iTunes and share it with your friends so that we can make tons of money and quit our day jobs. Yes, we um we got 50 plays in one day on our last episode, and that is huge. Absolutely we, insane. Because uh, I check the numbers pretty frequently, but uh, Xanadu texted me that morning and was like, bro. And it, like it's, it's, kind of, it's overwhelming just to know that we got all that support. So, um, so thank, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and we will see you next week with the new episode. Pixel Pals out. 